Today's GeoQuiz begins with this number, 7.3. was the magnitude of the earthquake that rattled parts of Japan earlier today. The epicenter was some 150 miles offshore under the Pacific Ocean. It made skyscrapers sway in Tokyo and it triggered a tsunami alert in the same region of northeastern Japan that was devastated by last year's massive quake and tsunami. No significant damage was reported this time, though. What we're looking for is the name of that region. It's a geographical area that includes all of the northern portion of Honshu, Japan's largest island. It also includes some of the prefectures that were traumatized by last year's disaster, like Fukushima and Miyagi. We'll get the answer and hear more about today's quake just ahead on the program. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. For today's GeoQuiz, we asked you to name the region of northeastern Japan that was devastated by last year's earthquake and tsunami, and that was struck again by another quake today. The answer is Tohoku, on the northern part of the main island of Honshu. The world science reporter Ritu Chatterjee joins me now. So, Ritu, the quake on the coast of Japan today, mm-hmm. it doesn't appear to have caused any significant damage or loss of life. It measured magnitude 7.3. Now, last year's quake that uh, caused a deadly tsunami and the later problems with the nuclear plant, that was a magnitude 9. 7.3 versus 9, not a big difference in numbers, but a big difference in damage. Why? Well, Marco, that was my first question to British seismologist Roger Mosson, who I spoke with earlier today. He's the author of a new book titled The Million Death Quake, The Science of Predicting Earth's Deadliest Natural Disaster. And Mosson told me that the scale for measuring earthquakes isn't a linear one. The scale actually goes up in steps of 30. So 30 times 30, the earthquake last year was 900 times more powerful. So it's not surprising that it was a much more severe event. Mm, Gotcha. Okay, 900 times more powerful. I mean, no wonder it caused so many powerful aftershocks. And and, and for months, um, Mm -hmm. was today's quake in the same seismic zone? It appears to be. In fact, Mussen's convinced that today's quake is probably an aftermath of last year's earthquake. Here's Mussen again. The earthquake last year had a huge rupture of the plate boundary interface, and um, that sort of disturbed all the crust in that area. So I'm I'm quite sure that today's earthquake was tectonically related to last year's. Wow, that's incredible. Over a year and a half later, aftershocks from from that big one in 2011. So does this mean there are going to be more aftershocks in the region associated with the 2011 earthquake? Probably. In fact, I was looking up the U.S. Geological Survey's earthquake list, the running list of earthquakes that they have, and it looks like the 7.3 quake struck at 8.18 a.m. GMT. And there was another earthquake uh, very close by in the same area of magnitude 6.2 at 8.31 a.m. So, you know, I won't be surprised if there are more and Japan's in a highly seismically active area anyway. Mussen told me that the next big one to hit Japan would probably be of the south coast of Honshu, something that Japanese scientists have known for many years. And this or last year's earthquake should not distract Japanese authorities from being prepared for that one. Yeah, for sure. So Mussen's book, as uh, you said, is called The Million Deathquake. Does he really think 
that there's likely to be an earthquake somewhere that will actually claim a million lives? Well, he thinks there could be a million death quake if we aren't careful, that is, if we aren't prepared. Okay, so how do we prepare? Does he suggest where such a quake will hit? Well, Marco, first we have to understand the factors that determine the death toll of an earthquake. Mossen says there are three factors. Firstly, you have to be in a place that's in a seismically active zone. And secondly... It has to be somewhere where uh, the population is very high, um, particularly the population density. Uh, And thirdly, it has to be a region where the buildings are essentially not well constructed. So, Marco, constructing earthquake-resistant or earthquake-proof buildings is very important. You know, the 2010 earthquake in Haiti comes to mind. That's why Mossen thinks that a lot of developing countries where buildings aren't made earthquake-proof are indeed at risk of seeing a million-death quake. However, the main point of his book is that we can avoid, you know, million deaths. We can reduce the losses if, one, we can educate people in places that are at risk, and two, if we build wisely in these places. It'll just take a lot of long-term thinking and planning. The World Science Reporter, Ritu Chatterjee, thank you, as always, for stopping by. My pleasure, Marco.